1: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from howstuffworks.com.
0: na podcast. Oh boy. Yeah, that was the intro. Hi, I'm Ben. I write some videos here at HowStuffWorks.com, and as always, I'm hanging out with. It's me, I'm Scott. I'm also the. Well, I'm an editor here at HowStuffWorks.com, the auto editor.
1: You got me thrown with the Batman theme.
0: Every once in a while. Every once in a while. I think people saw the title of the episode when they were clicking on it, so they expected a bit of nerdiness Mm -hmm. so
1: a lot of the uh the trumpets and all that stuff background singers trumpets
0: (laughs) oh man yeah that'd be nice (laughs) yeah so okay the batmobile obviously uh scott you and i were pretty keen on this idea because Mm -hmm. i love batman huge fan of comic books Mm -hmm. and um you love cars yep and cars too and 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 when we
1: talked about uh when we talked about movie cars or, or rather um television cars yes we talked about movie car, in movie cars as well because there's a Batmobile in the movies of course. Mm-hmm. We talked about it during television cars and I, I remember clearly that's the car I picked that I would like to drive that out, is, of, out of yeah. all of them. And
0: I think maybe you even seconded that. I absolutely said so I yeah. will second you still on yeah, that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think we both agree that uh, the Batmobile the, the original Batmobile would be mm-hmm. the one that we would like to drive. And somebody else agreed too, didn't they? Yeah, we've got a couple of listener mail suggestions here that uh, that mentioned the Batmobile. And I'll just quickly go through them here. But the first one is from John in Toronto, Ontario, and uh, he says he's listening to the podcast. Had another concept car to suggest that did not make it past the concept stage, but turned out to be a very famous car that was recognized by many. Uh, the 1955. Oh, should I hold off on the information? Maybe Let's hold I off should. Just a second. I think I will. Yeah. But he says that. Uh, this car didn't go very far, and after sitting around for several years rusting out, it was turned into the Batmobile. So we'll leave that uh, up for some discussion here in a moment. And um, let's see, also Katie. And Katie says... Oh, you know what? I'm going to read something else that Katie mentioned as well. All right. This is from a while back. This is from, like, back in the summer. Um, she was commenting on the uh, the, the TV Cars episode mm-hmm. and and the Movie Cars episode. But she does mention the Batmobile later. Um... <laughs> she says, in, in all caps, Matt Damon. uh <laughs> growing up watching this boy in his Calvin's, I'll be happy to correct you. Mark Wahlberg is the new as the in the new Italian job. We had said Matt Damon was in the oh, new Italian. Oh gosh, job. sorry, Katie. so um, okay. So she says, you both know your cars, but you suck at after names. So well, you know,
0: that's, that's true. It. That's true. She's,
1: she's right, and I I admit to that. I admit to that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I admitted to that up front early on in that episode, even. But
0: that's true. I was fighting it, but thank I've thank you, Katie, to grips
1: for pointing out that a long time ago. I hope mm-hmm. we're still getting. to It you took here, us a while to get there. Emotionally, then, but you're right. And then later, in the end of this uh, this email here, she says that she's looking forward to a, an episode d- devoted to 007 cars, which we did. We did do that, and also Batmobiles. So that was our second suggestion from Katie, and Katie is mm-hmm. in Lexing-
0: uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Awesome. Well, John and Katie. Yep. Wanna know about the Batmobile? Here we go.
1: And uh you want me to just hit him with it right now where that came from? Yes. Okay. The original Batmobile Batmobile that was in the television series in mm-hmm. the sixties, um, that came from a a real car that was a concept car that made the uh made the auto show circuit. Mm-hmm. Uh it was a nineteen fifty-five Lincoln Futura concept car. Futura and a Futura, that's right. And it was designed and built by the Lincoln Division, a Ford Motor Company, but it was hand-built in Turin, Italy. And so it was one of a one-of-a-kind. It mm-hmm. cost about, and this is 1955, remember, mm-hmm. cost about $250,000 to build this, wow. this Lincoln concept car at the time. Because it's a one-of-a-kind, you know how difficult it is to make a, a single vehicle. Sure. Fabricate um, all the pieces. Exactly. Right. Everything, is, everything is new. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's some underpinnings that were that were used, but um, all handmade. Handmade bodywork, um, But it never went into production, and it just kind of went away at a certain point. Well, mm-hmm. later, a customizer, a car customizer in Hollywood, his name is George Barris, and we've talked about George Barris, of course, during the, the yes. television car episode. He got his hands on the uh, on the car, and he bought it directly from Ford in the 1960s. Guess the price. You already know that, don't you?
0: Good. <clears throat> go no, 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 I don't know. You really don't know? I really don't know. One
1: dollar. He bought the car for one dollar. Really? Yeah, one dollar. Huh. Yeah, can you imagine that? I mean, it, here's a, a car that Ford paid $250,000 for in the 50s. It's the mid-60s, and he buys it for $1 from Ford. And it goes on to become probably one of the most famous, TV, arguably, one of the most famous TV cars around, um, the
0: Batmobile. We should have called this the $1 car. Yeah, we
1: should have, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So in 1965, here's what goes down. The Batman producers, they went to George with this project to build a... a um, To build a Batmobile for the TV show, and here's the the catch though: he had three weeks to get it done because they had contracted somebody else to do it, and they they couldn't do it for whatever reason. Uh, I don't remember exactly the these you know the details surrounding that, but he only had three weeks to get this thing put together. So he looks at this Futura Mm -hmm. in his shop or wherever it was, and he says, "You know what?" I think I'm going to use this car as my basis, and this has already got a lot of. Uh, <laughs> <It's>, it <laughs> lot looks of, bat-like. A lot of bat characteristics. Yeah, yeah very, very bat-like in his yeah. garage, I guess. And um, you know, if you look at the original pictures of the Futura, you can definitely see where his idea for the Batmobile came from. It's just mm-hmm. a modified version of what was on the showroom floor, or the auto show floor, I should say. Um, so, anyways, he he took this uh, this Futura, and he and he. In three weeks, he built a car that was able to be on the set of Batman for the initial, the initial filming for the pilot mm-hmm. episode. Um, I don't think it was pretty interesting. I mean, it turned out really well. That the the uh, you know they loved it. It had all the gadgets that they had you know required him to install on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they didn't know the exact design because he was a customizer, and they kind of let him go with it. But I'm sure there was a lot of back and forth decisions being made between the studio and, and Barris. Um, but it, it turned out really well. I mean, and mm-hmm. of course iconic
0: car everybody loves it and let's just emphasize one more time three weeks three yeah. weeks to to do that i yeah. mean he didn't build the car from scratch no 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 he had um, but he definitely had we're talking an astonishing amount of skill he did he had um you know what i'll, I'll find it in a second here but he had six people working on that car with him um, okay that makes that makes a little more sense yeah
1: he did and uh you know what i've got it right here he had he had uh the the actual people listed as customizers were, of course, George Barris. Mm-hmm. He had uh, Gail Black, Bill Cushenberry, Ricky, uh, sorry, Richard Corky Corks, Les Tompkins, and Roy Tubbs Johnson. Those are the, uh, the the list of
0: customizers
1: that worked on the original Batmobile. Oh, God, I'm glad um, no one
0: gave us the nickname Tubbs. Yeah, or Corky.
1: Yeah. Well, no, no. Tubbs. I've been trying out I'd Mr. Be B. You, hey, you could be
0: Crockett. and I could be Tubbs. You don't want to be Tubbs, dude. Tubs well, is... I'm a little Tubbs. Not, at on. home I call my dog tub sometimes well then that's <laughs> weird because then you'll feel like we're talking to your dog <laughs> yeah okay all right all right, yeah, all okay. right. but but anyway um <clears throat> so we've got these six customizers mm-hmm. three weeks yep and they produce what becomes uh for a lot of people I would argue a generation or more uh, one of the most iconic cars of their childhood, or let's be honest, their late twenties. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, even now, I would still, I'd still be happy to drive in that thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just to get a ride in that car. And it's interesting when we look at this because we've already covered some of the terrible uh, mishaps that happen to concept cars on their yeah. way to one day becoming uh, production cars. Yeah, and. It's interesting because it really makes you think about how many other concept cars could find a second life. You
1: know what I often think, and I've this is something off topic, and I'm just kind of winging this right now, but wing um, it. The you remember that the the Batmobile didn't really gain popularity until the mid '60s, and, yes. and it became very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just out there in the public eye. In the mid-50s is when it, and I'm going to say it failed because it didn't go into production, It maybe it never had the plan, maybe it was just some innovative ideas that made it into production. Oh, but, okay. But um, with the Futura not making it in the early 50s, I wonder if Ford was kind of scratching their chin saying, maybe we need to bring something like this back in the mid-60s and you know offer something that looks a little bit like the Batmobile I mean there had to have been some reasons why they couldn't do it of course it had sure. these had the bubble canopies and everything it was uh, it was a Which pretty dramatic car never
0: successfully sold no no exactly
1: and uh but i was thinking that you know with the popularity of the batman tv show behind it because this thing went was wildly popular at the time it spawned an awful lot of merchandising um, mm-hmm. there were toys there were i don't know everything there were lunch boxes there were there were models made there were all kinds of there were of, little kitty cars exactly kitty cars there was everything of course t-shirts and and anything you can mm-hmm. imagine um, with batman on it and the batmobile And I think that, you know, maybe later in the 60s, a design like that might have sold if if Ford had gone through with the the design or Lincoln had gone through with the design. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a thought. Maybe, maybe not.
0: You know, also, since we're winging it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to flap my wings for a second here. Uh, Do you remember when Batman... The Batman franchise came out with the movies, the the first one, and and Katie, don't don't get insulted, but I'm pretty sure it was Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, we're both yeah. so scared now. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it it was. I, I think it was. It was. I believe it. I
1: you actually waited in line to see that movie? Not not you know 24 hours or anything right, like right. that. But I mean, I remember waiting in
0: line for a ticket for that movie. Mm. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty awesome. And we're not gonna talk about those today. But I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, those other Batman vehicles and you know maybe if people want to hear about them maybe we could do a 007 on those Oh yeah
1: yeah cuz there were uh, other versions for the movies there were there was mm-hmm. that cool looking uh the long thin black one Yeah it was so like it a was turbine some, or something. something almost
0: 1920s about yeah. it it was as though they had built a turbine car in the 1920s Yeah and yeah. that one in uh the newer Batman mm-hmm. franchise is actually a functioning vehicle yeah that's a really cool one too that yeah. kind of tumbling vehicle is that that's that so is? cool it, I, I would i cool. would drive one except i think that i really need the consequences of wrecking <laughs> to keep me in line on the road and if a vehicle if i had a vehicle like that man yeah. you know is that yeah. go power man oh sure
1: yeah but let's get back to the uh, the original batmobile just for a second then we'll then we'll wrap it up here but um i do want to mention that there's not just one batmobile what ri- the original batmobile now we say the original, but there is only one original, of course. Uh, there were there were replicas made and for
0: stunts, maybe, or for uh, no,
1: no. Nope. These were made because of the in, I guess the intense popularity of the Batmobile at the time. Mm-hmm. It had to. It, there was a schedule that it had to make appearances all over the place. Oh, um, so you're talking about something that's really for like. You know potential bookings like marketing and exhibitions and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, like the World of Wheels or whatever you know was going on at the time. Hey kids, come see Batman! Exactly, and the, and the original Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, well, these were these were replicas that were formed directly from the original that Barris had. So the original, if you want to, I mean, I'm I've got a list here of you know all the the, uh, um, I guess the, the the way that they're similar and the way that they differ. I won't go through all of them, but um, just just a quick idea that. The original was built in 1965, in October of 1965. The replicas, and there were three replicas, so there's a total of four what you would call the original Batmobiles. Really? If you, if you count the three replicas. I'm counting them. Okay, so the original and then three replicas. And they they go by number two, number three, and number four. All right. All right, so... Um, 2, 3, and 4 were built in November of 1966, so they were built a year later because they did realize that uh, this was so popular they needed to get it out in the public eye, and it, mm-hmm. it helped with the series, mm-hmm. uh, the television series, promoting it. Uh, the body on the original was steel, of course, and the the replicas are all three fiberglass. Um, the chassis for the original is, of course, the, the 55 Lincoln Futura, which is a concept car, the other three were built on a 1965 or 1966 Ford Galaxy chassis. Oh, okay. That was so they had a production vehicle that they stretched. They stretched the chassis 11 inches to make it fit, uh, because it had a longer, bo- longer bodywork. Um, so you can imagine the size of that thing too. It's a long vehicle. Yeah. Um, yeah. All three of those are that way. Um, the engine differences. Now this is this is kind of interesting. Uh, the original had a 390 cubic inch V8. And so did replica number two. Number three has a 352 V8. Number four stepped all the way up to a 428. Really? So, number four has a 428 cubic inch V8, and they call that one the Dragster for good reason. That's the one we want. The, yeah, exactly. The Dragster. Yeah. Well, the original would be great, but uh, the Dragster because it has the power. Um, that was the one that actually toured um, toured the US and kind of went to a lot of different exhibition drag races and actually raced against other people and just exhibition runs that's so cool yeah it really is cool so you'd see the 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 real dragster uh the real batmobile running at the race course and i've seen a lot of signed photographs of this thing on on the track Mm. it's pretty cool um the original of course because it was steel versus fiberglass weighed 5500 pounds versus the replicas which only weigh 3800 pounds wow so again you've got that number four replica that weighs 3800 pounds with the 428 which is pretty strong yeah um, I don't know. let just uh, okay. I'll just go one more quick thing. Two yes. things, really. The current owner uh, is listed in uh, and, you know wherever I got this from. I don't have to look. You're it reading
0: up. my mind, man. This is what I want to know. Where are these cars now?
1: Okay, good. George George Barris still owns the original. Uh, ah, it's in. It's no, in I'm not mad at him. North That's Hollywood, fair. California. Of course, it's fair. He's, That's fair. The I'll tell you the estimated value in a moment of the original. But George Barris has the original. And he's the original owner, of course. Sure. Um, someone named Dr. Dave Anderson in Virginia owns the other one, the, the second one. Dr. Dave, cool name. Well, that's they say, yeah. These that's what say. Again, these are cars so they could switch hands. And it may have been sold last weekend. I don't know. You fair just enough, never know. Um, the Hart Collection in Redmond, uh, Redmond, Washington owns number three. And then someone named Doug Jackson in Southern California owns number four, uh, the dragster. And the estimated value, number three and four have an estimated value around $217,000. Okay. Not bad, right? Not, not bad. pretty good. The uh, replica number two has an unknown value. I don't know why they, they placed it unknown. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. what he paid for it because it's the last known price. Okay. Estimated value of the original.
0: Care to guess? Come on, Scott. All right, man. Uh, 800000 Up. A little higher. Million? Higher. One point two million? I'm just gonna tell you. Oh, okay. Two million dollars. Oh. It's estimated
1: that the original Batmobile is two million dollars in value. Um and that's the one that Barris has.
0: Oh Scott. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. I mean
1: that's that's the original though. That's the oh uh, you know what? One more quick thing and then we're done. Let's I promise. Do it. I promise. They all have this finish on them now. Hey, remember we, we see it as like a shiny black car? Yes. They now have what's called Bat Fuzz on them. Bat fuzz. Bat fuzz. Yeah, and this is—I thought this was really interesting because I had no idea. Is it
0: intentionally supposed to it's, look like It's
1: fuzzy? Yeah, it looks like a bat, and the, the reason that it has this—it's a velvety finish that was applied or sprayed on the surface. Yeah. Uh, it was—it was put on the vehicles in the early 1970s because all the cars were beginning to get covered with little uh, stress fractures and cracks.
0: Right. Because okay. black
1: paint shows uh, a lot of flaws, a lot of show, shows cracks and, mm. and dents and dings. And of course, these are these are working vehicles. They were they were on the set. In action, yeah. Um, this bat fuzz paint was uh, was meant to just hide the imperfections. It's kind of a matte finish. So, like, imagine, um, you know, we, we put uh, stuff to dull the uh, dull the lights so that you know sure. maybe you don't get that reflection. The exact same idea with the bat fuzz.
0: Bat fuzz. Bat
1: fuzz. Yeah, all the cars are covered with bat fuzz, so they've got this uh, this really weird finish, like a velvety finish to them. If you touch them,
0: I just want to say it one more time. Bat fuzz. Yeah, that's right. That's... <laughs> oh, I promised you, didn't I? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a time waster here. Waste my time, dude.
1: HolySmokesBatman.com. Go to HolySmokesBatman.com.
0: HolySmokesBatman.com. Holy
1: HolySmokesBatman.com. All one, one word. word. Yep. Listen to <laughs> you. You select. Listen to all the Holy Blank Batmans. <laughs> and or you can view you know or you can view select you know view view these and select them one at a time and listen to them. You just download them. Get your favorites. But where. Robin says, holy something Batman. Yeah, like holy and hand grenade Batman. Exactly. And if you, if you select, listen to all the holy blank Batmans, there is a list of, there must be, Ben, I would guess 300 of these. And they will go in order all the way down the list, and you can watch them as they play. And some of them have a little bit of background with them. Others are just Robin saying, you know, holy popcorn Batman. Yeah. Holy polar ice sheet Batman. Mm-hmm. Holy T-shot Batman. You know, yeah. that type of thing. It's crazy. It's really funny, but, you know, you just wonder what context these were in, because he's talking about all kinds of different things, and you, you can't imagine what situations they were in.
0: Maybe that's how we should have opened it. Maybe I should have done a holy something.
1: Yeah, there's a million of them, and they're yeah. funny, I tell you. If, you. if you go there and listen to all of them, I, I just kind of let it play as I was doing other work. Some of them I had to back up and play again because I couldn't believe he was saying what he was.
0: I, you know, I've tried to do that sort of formula for a joke sometimes, and maybe it's because they were strangers or whatever mm-hmm. that I was saying it to. I'm kidding. Um it doesn't work, though. I don't have the panache, or whatever it is you need. <laughs> yeah, holy
1: smokes, Batman.com. It's very funny.
0: Oh, I do have one for you. Okay. Holy Listener Mail. Fantastic. All right, so Chris writes in, um, and Chris is responding to our podcast on interstate highways. And... Chris is a highway engineer, so he had an answer. You remember, Scott, we asked people uh, to verify that vertical clearance question? I do. Yeah, so he writes in and says the highway design specifications were indeed intended to serve the military's needs, because back in the 1950s, when the interstate highway idea was proposed, traffic was not nearly as voluminous as present day, so the vertical height would have been set to the military specs. Incidentally, for the National Interstate Highway System, the minimal vertical overhead clearance for new and rebuilt highways is 16 feet plus and an additional 6 inches to account for future highway pavement overlays.
1: Oh. Okay, so when they are originally built it's 16 feet 6 inches at minimum, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, and, so, and that makes sense because every time they repave the road, the surface goes up a little, yeah. which I didn't think about. Yeah. And uh, anything else requires a sign that warns you that's less than 16 feet. Oh,
1: very good. Okay.
0: So thank you, Chris, from Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. for for breaking that down for us. And um, see, that's that's what I've got. How do you feel about this? Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, once again, Scott and I are going to uh, retreat uh, into to the bat cave, into the into the bat cave of Studio One A, and we're gonna leave you uh with one last message which is of course uh how much we love listener mail because we do right scott we do all right so if anybody wants to send us a topic or a suggestion or a joke or maybe a recommendation of a good restaurant really or a, a joke you want them to send jokes yeah i guess i'm kind of opening the door oh, there okay. okay good jokes that's not gonna <laughs> help all right where do no, it s-
1: doesn't help that's all in the uh the Eye of the beholder.
0: Right? right, right. The ear? Ear of the beholder. Yeah, oh, okay. man. All right. What's the email address? Email
1: address is highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. And be sure
0: to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the howstuffworks.com homepage.
1: journey through the heart of europe on an elegant viking longship with thoughtful service cultural enrichment and all-inclusive fairs discover more at viking.com you know it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through